Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. Hello, this is the Italian Wine Podcast. My name is Monty Walden and my guest today is Gian Lorenzo Neri of Casanova di Neri. Okay, which wine did you bring in today? Uh, I decided to bring the uh, Tenuta Nuova 2015. Okay, tell us what is Tenuta Nuova. Uh, you know, Tenuta Nuova in Italian means a uh, new piece of land, new estate, but uh, for us, for Casanova di Neri, for uh, my family, it means uh, a new visionary and, and pioneering uh, vineyard project and uh, a new idea of wine. And, uh, you know, Tenuta Nuova was uh, a project that uh, my father, Giacomo, the second generation, uh, uh, decided to do 35 years ago, uh, buying a piece of land in the south uh, part of Montalcino from a shepherd. So this guy wanted to move away from there because uh, the, the, the place was too rocky for, for the sheep and for the animal to survive. So he said... Uh, it's, it's, it's too rocky for me. It, there are only rocks and olive trees. So um, you, you, you can take this land uh, and do whatever you want. I'm going to move uh, to another area where, where I can grow my animals uh, in, in a way better way. And uh, my okay. father planted the okay. Sangiovese there and produced Tenuta Nuova from uh, 1993. Okay, so your father is called Giacomo and your aunt is called Anna. Your younger brother is Giovanni. My, my older brother you, is Giovanni. We, we have a younger sister. And she's called? Mariana. Ah, so she doesn't begin with a G then? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she, she's part of, uh, of the family of the winery too. So she, maybe she will join okay. us uh, one day. Okay. okay, next question. You invite me for a picnic. And we have to go into one of your vineyards. Which one would we have the picnic in? Oh, uh, I would say in, in, in all, because all of our vineyards are beautiful places for, for a picnic and even more. But uh, for sure, Tenuta Nuova can be a great spot for a picnic as well as Ceretalto which is uh, not too far away from where we live, where we both live. It's a unique place. You see the, uh, the incredible soil, the irony soil, and uh, the landscape you have in, in, in front of you is, is breathtaking. I think we, we live in a... Yeah, it's a beautiful vineyard. Okay, my next question. Imagine your brother is called away to leave the winery for a couple of days and you have to work in the winery. What jobs do you have to cover within the winery? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm more in charge of uh, the, the sales for the winery. So my brother is uh, completely in charge of uh, the winemaking process. And uh, so, but uh, at the end, it's, you know, it's a group effort. There's not a precise division of uh, things to do and not to do. He, he, go, he travels around the world as well as I can stay in, in, in the cellar working with, uh, with our master cellar. So we all know what has to be done. Okay. Final question. When you go into the market for wine, uh -huh. what are the trends that you see? Uh, you mean from, from the customers? 
I mean, the customers are appreciating uh, many, many things up about us. Uh, for sure, the first is uh, the quality of our wines and uh, the, the very distinctive character of our wines and the fact that uh, we are a family uh, and uh, that we are, uh, we, mm, we are a family. Everything is done uh, from the fam by the family members and uh, that we personally take care of uh, every step of uh, the production from the vineyard to uh, the seller to the selling and everything is done uh, uh, from us and from our group of uh, colleagues which is uh, also part of the family so yeah we are able to uh, deliver not only uh, the story and uh, what is behind the bottles of course the wines are very high quality but uh, they also show uh, the history of the family uh, they also show uh, the way we want to work the way we work in the vineyards and the way we work in the cellar and they also show our philosophy our way of thinking which uh, i think is very precise okay one more question if I come to see you this evening and we have dinner, what is your favorite traditional Brunello? Uh, except from our, it's, it's a very hard question because I like, uh, I like quite many. For, for example, uh, if, if I have to pick one, uh, oh, it's, it's very hard, but uh, we, we drank uh, two nights ago, uh, Pian del Lorino 2014, the Rosso di Montalcino, which is uh, like for them is uh, like declassified Brunello, but it was uh, fantastic, for example. Okay, so you're going to survive on wine alone. That's why you're so thin. There are so many others and I appreciate the quality of, of, of the work they have done in such a challenging year and uh, it was a great wine. Molto bello. Molto bello. But there are so many, there are many others. They are producing fantastic Brunellos. I'm, I'm picking only one that I drank recently. So. Okay, I just want to say thanks to my guest, Gian Lorenzo Neri. Oh, thanks, Monty, for talking with us today. It hasn't been easy with the audio but connection. Thank you, Monty, as, uh, as usual. I hope to see you in person when everything dies down. Um, please say hi to your family for me. Oh, uh, I, I really hope soon. Yeah, thanks very much. Monty, take care and I uh, hope to see you soon with, with a glass of wine. Listen to all of our pods on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Himalaya FM and on ItalianWinePodcast.com. Don't forget to send your tweets to at ItaWinePodcast.com.